Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, all you cool cats and kittens, and welcome to Show and Tell. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. We're here at the Adafruit Factory in downtown Manhattan. We're going to check in with people from around the maker, hacker, crafter, roboticist community, see what they're up to. We got a bunch of people. Thanks uh, to JP for hosting last week's Show and Tell, but we're back. Yeah. I know you missed us. I but- love being back. I love being a turtle. Um, thank you so much, everyone, uh, for helping us kick off this year. Uh, everybody's gone, so we were able to take off our masks. Um, please, everyone, continue to stay, stay safe as we all surf this wave. Um, this week, starting it off, is Jay for DigiKey. Hey, Jay. Jay, what you got going on this week? Okay, so I've been working on this new wearable robot that I have named Multi. It's a little robot that actually has a camera inside of him because recently I am going to be doing a lot more recording and like videotography type stuff for my projects. So I've been working on a wearable robot that I can like have around my area and then like look around and like record stuff for me because I sometimes mess up and forget to record important things and then have to like fake it. And it's never the same. Like I can't get the same energy sometimes. So I'm trying to create something that can, I can constantly have going on. Mm. So Multi is using a Raspberry Pi as a brain, as a camera in here, and the eyes for me. That way I know where to look. Mm. Um, <laughs> but it's using a mini Maestro for the servo uh, movements right now. I'm still getting the programming together. It still is not perfect. It still has some design flaws that I'm working on. But yeah, this is what I've been working on for the last two weeks. It's January, right? Yeah, two weeks. Oh, I love it. Yeah. It's so cool. We um, we post a lot of little short videos all throughout the week on all the social channels and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I hear you. Uh, we just had to figure out like, how do we always make sure we do something? Cause we'll do something. And we're like, Oh no, we forgot to hit record. Or like, I didn't check the mic on it. And like the last 15 minutes, there was nothing going on. So i um, looking forward to what you come up with. Um, if you could figure out something uh, that will let you know if you're live broadcasting or not, that's also helpful too. If you do like, yeah, show. I thought about that, which right now I'm just putting this to be my facial recognitioning. So I can just turn them on and plug them up and uh. then just look at me. And mm-hmm. while I'm working, it'll keep recording what's going on around me. Thanks oh, to like, cool. you know, the nice lens. That's my yeah. plan for now. Of course, I want to make a mobile later and I plan to attach legs for it to be wearable and that way I can take them outside. Because yeah. that's, you know, a fun thing to do with wearable robots. Yeah. But for right now, yeah, this is just going to become my little uh, assistant for my little uh, chaos that I have going on. That's really cool. Um, you know, the other thing is time lapses are kind of hard to do because you have to keep them still. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be neat to work make that work with the time lapse too so you could do a build but it'll follow you as you do it and then you just batch it out and then you've got this the speed up at the end yeah it's it's very it's really hard uh, people don't really, i know they'll talk about it much and i'm not going to go into it but it's really hard to remember to turn on the camera when you're doing stuff because i get so involved in the project and i'll get yep. so far in it and then realize i have nothing recorded yeah yeah i forget to eat or do bio things and i'm just like oh i haven't eaten in a day because i've been busy on stuff so you, um, you need that matrix tube that goes into your throat and feeds you. That'll be next. <laughs> all right, well, thank you, Jay. <laughs> thank you so much, Jay. Good to see you. Happy New Year. And looking yeah, forward to guys. all the great projects you're doing uh, and more. And uh, thanks, DigiKey, for uh, working with Jay and getting all his cool projects out there. Thank you. Laters. All, right. all right. Next yeah. up, Joey, congratulations you on your successful <laughs> crowd supply. Tell us all about what happened. We are, we're, we're, we're backers. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, yeah, uh, it, it's uh, the sensor watch uh, little gadget I've been working on for a, a little about a, about a year now. And uh, yeah, it's a, I think la- the last time I think I brought it on, it was just a little, uh, you know, I think I'd gotten the LCD to work and it was displaying a green LED and it was kind of basic. Um, now it's doing a lot more things. Um, and cool. yeah, the, the 
crowd supply campaign. We, we put it up there and in 23 hours, it got uh, almost 300 people backed it. It was, it's amazing. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, so I was going to show up. Media outreach too. I guess people have been watching you do this. And so they've been like excited, you know, you've been marketing it for a year. You know, yeah, someone was talking to me about this today, like it, saying like I'm marketing it, but I'm just kind of sharing my process. And I realized that kind of folks who are into this are just into the sharing of the process, you know? Yeah. They want <laughs> yeah. to be part of what you're doing because you look like you're having a lot of fun. One time <laughs> we said when um, someone asked what Adafruit does, because they're like, you just do a bunch of documentation, but I don't think you do marketing. And we said good information is advertising. And I think you told a story with the beginning, middle, and now there's something that people can do to participate who've been following this along. So congratulations. We always tell folks, just start a blog, post up photos on social media, um, but just make sure you tell the story. Working in stealth mode doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. You know, a lot can happen too. You never know. For sure, for sure. Um, right. I was going to show a couple of things that it can do if you yeah, have a Yep, do it. Let's share the screen. I got a screen share here. Yep. Um, so one of the things I'm really stoked about is um, this is the one I'm doing is a, a battery test. So this has been running for over two months now. And um, in this kind of low power mode where it's just ticking and talking, it, uh, it's consuming under 10 microamps of power. Wow. So it's, a, it's really low power and we've got this little coin cell in here. So I'm going to wake it up by pressing here. And then you've got your um, temperature uh, sensor. So this is showing the live temperature. It's getting warmer because I'm holding onto it. And it's, uh, you know, my, my finger is holding it. Um, and this is the number of days in the battery test. Huh. Um, and then I had this, I just got some other stuff that we've been working on. So now there's a couple of people who have beta boards out there and, um, let, let get here. Well, first of all, the world clock, I've had oh. the James Webb space telescope on my mind. So I put uh, Goldstone, uh, Madrid and Canberra, the, uh, three places where we have the deep space network. Oh, so can you can you, see can the time. Can you put in, um, Mars soul days? Cause that's always fun. I'm I'm working on that. I, I did like a the three demo people who work at NASA, but they're going to be so happy. <laughs> so stoked, right? <laughs> yeah, I want to get that ported over. I did it in an old version of the watch, but I want to make it uh, make it better and bring it in this time. So oh, cool. definitely in, on the on the horizon. Um, you got a stopwatch and a countdown that um, Wesley Ellis did, and he's a, ba mm -hmm. a backer who's playing with beta. And then this is just cool. It's the two-factor authentication thing. It's uh, oh, counting down a two-factor code. Just a demo, not yeah, my real that's code. That's useful. Well. No, I've already hacked into your Gmail. That I would, <laughs> I would use that every day because I'm constantly getting pinged on my two-factor. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to just kind of share like some of the excitement that I had for and some. I'm just so grateful for everyone who's back to the thing. And um, yeah, just really stoked. I love it. I love just like hacking these watches. It's so fun. Yeah. And, and we uh, got to get Circuit Python running on it too. Like, of course, it's got to happen. Um, <laughs> and then for the folks who've followed along for a while, uh, Joey won a Hackaday contest and it was right before the pandemic started and we're going to make, uh, you're, you're known for your e-ink uh, open source ebook reader. So um, we're I'm still gonna do that. Yeah, we're still gonna do it. I'm hoping um, because we're soon gonna run out of people that can get COVID it seems. Um, <laughs> I hope maybe this summer we can do that too um, or maybe in the spring, that would be great to, uh, to hang out and uh, we'll definitely be on time um, because we'll all have these watches that you're uh, Definitely. <laughs> we'll all know what time where each other uh, needs to show up at places. Oh, can you do? Um, see, I'm gonna get a watch. Can you also add like a Pomodoro timer thing? Because that I need to remember to get up. <laughs> I feel like uh, I've, like once we get harder in people's hands, and people are stoked about writing code for like stuff where people have asked about a Pomodoro, and I'm like, uh, I'd love I'll you write to write it. a Pomodoro. I've, I've you know? it like 15 <laughs> times. I can write it. So, uh, what's it coded in? Is it Arduino or is it? Um, it's uh, just plain MD? old C. C. It's okay, C cool. with a make file. So yeah. Okay, well, AVRGCC is, is good to go. And then, yeah, 
Sweet. Yeah, I've got a little framework called movement and it's, it's, it's a kind of an easy way just to add a watch face into the, into the mix. So. Oh, interesting. You might be able to add Arduino support or somebody else could. I mean, like we've got Sam D and you know, this variant might just work. It might, might work. Yeah. Um, but I'm really stoked about CircuitPython. It feels like it's just so close, you know? That'd be yeah. really cool. How do you, is yeah. there a USB port? How do you connect to it? Uh, the watch itself, I don't, have a, I don't have a blank board on me, but it, the board itself plugs directly into a USB cord. Oh, so, you can open it up, program it, and then put it back together. And then put it back in. So yeah, you I can't like plug it in from the outside, so just have to take it apart and put it no, back together. No, that's fine. Well, it's not waterproof then, right? So there you go. Right, exactly. All right, well, thanks All for right. coming by, Joey. Well, congrats. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, and uh, as we see your updates and more, um, we'll uh, retweet them or hit like or wherever we see them. Uh, we'll help get the word out. And congratulations once again. Thank you again. All right, nice Cheers. work, Joey. Right. Go back this this crowd supply. All right, next, uh, I'm gonna Pedro. What you got going on this week? Hey, what's up, folks? Hey, yeah. So this week we got a little 3D printed case for the uh, for the Cutie Pie ESP32 S2. Shout out to Brent because he kind of wanted this. He asked uh, last week if we had a, a case for the Cutie Pie, like a gener generic multi-purpose one. We didn't, so we figured, okay, cool, we can make a Cutie Pie case for this week, but. How do we make it so that you can add different stemma sensors to it? Uh, so I came up with these little vents that can be used as like mounting rails. So I have a little AHT20 stemma sensor here. It's got the temperature and humidity. And we just have it plugged in with a little stemma uh, QT cable. And it works pretty well. I also have some uh, tabs on the side. So if folks want to attach this to a different surface, I thought it'd be fun to add like a little, like, little thing here, a little, I don't know, tag, I guess, kind of like those the product products. Tag. Yeah, and those yeah it's like a hang tab. A hang so. tab. There you go. That's they're what called, it's called sombrero tags, technically. Are they really? Yeah. Sombrero tags. <laughs> I don't know if you're cool. I learned something. That's what they're called. I now. learned something new. The the top has also these um these sort of rails, and I figured, well, what kind of things I could put on there? And you can fit a lot of stuff in here. So here I have the little OLED stemma display and a little rotary encoder. So it'd be kind of fun to add different things to the uh, to the top there, and just with a couple screws and the standoffs. Um, but yeah, the PewDiePie just snap fits into this little built-in holder. And I'm hoping to do a labor layer on how you can kind of CAD this up in different uh, in different ways. Um, but yeah, this is kind of a neat way to get uh, a like PCB without any money. It's yeah, nice. Yeah, it's kind of neat. Yeah, and it's all parametric too. So if folks want to edit the dimensions of it, it's not too hard to do so. So that's this week's uh, kind of quick 3D print, a little case for the cutie pie. And it should fit all the cutie pies because we have quite a few of them now. They're all so. the same size. Yeah, they're all <laughs> the same size. We'll show these videos on Ask an Engineer. And uh, right now we're still working out the name for the add-ons. Um, right now we're calling mm -hmm. it BFFs, BF Best Friends Forever. Okay. Um, we also were thinking of nuggets and some people suggested sprinkles and other things. Sprinkles uh, is cute. Mullet was one of the suggestions as well. But um, anyways, uh, it'll be interesting to see what ecosystem uh, that comes out of this that anyone can build things for. So thanks for making making something already for people to for print, sure. store and share. Cool. Thanks, guys. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Okay. JP, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Uh, I'm excited about Joey's thing because I have a, a Casio watch. It's ready for his board and it's finally going to come true. I'm finally going to get to use Swatch Beats time. Yes. Remember that? I think I've you and I have joked about this. for the, yeah, I've known JP for a while. I think every year, somehow, some way, we make a joke somehow about swatch time. Yeah. yeah, finally. Yeah. Uh, so thanks. And and many other reasons to want that. So that's that's very cool. Uh, so what I wanted to show uh, today is this thing I've been working on. If you can share my um, screen there. Yeah. Yeah. This is my arcade button and joystick um, 
Piano Cade remake, which is based on a, a project from maybe eight years ago that was a, uh, a synthesizer. This one's a synth uh, using the Feather M4 in the audio library, as well as MIDI, classic MIDI and USB MIDI out on it. Uh, and the way I have it set up right now, I'm using the buttons to play an arpeggio, which is kind of a chord played one note at a time. And I can increase or decrease the rate of the arpeggio with the joystick, and I also can go up and down octaves with it right now. And this code is going to change as I go. But uh, if you can hear this, I'm going to play a little demo of it doing its thing. Let's see. Get a little faster. Finish him. <laughs> There you go. So it's Castlevania uh, feels. It does. Yeah, arpeggios are the best. And uh, and so I think uh, some things I'm going to be doing with it. I've got uh, this is sort of my my temporary case. I'm working on a, on a cooler case uh, right now, but it's probably going to be this laser cut acrylic style. Um, I've got three buttons on the front that are just function buttons that right now I just have two of them switching waveforms. But those could be to pick different patterns that you play. So maybe one note plays a whole pattern. Uh, choose holding or not holding that pattern. And then you can just kind of one finger uh, go and pick cool patterns. And those could be stuff like here's a Castlevania pattern, here's a Zelda pattern and so on. Yeah. Uh, and I think I'll keep the joystick uh, function the way it is because I really like that. It's a lot of fun to be able to go up through the um, through the arpeggios real fast. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of the Yngwie Malmsteen mode for all you death metal guitar players yeah. with arcade buttons. Uh, so that's what I'm working on. And uh, tomorrow I'll be showing some of the design process I've been using on building the case. Uh, I got some cool new acrylic in that I'll be cutting tonight into a slightly uh, better pattern, even better. Uh, and uh, if you want to come by to the show, I will, uh, I'll be showing off that process. Yeah. And thank you, JP, for uh, hosting. And, you know, Pedro did a couple of times and you did as well. Thanks. We were taking care of some Adafruit stuff. Sure. Full safe and um just you know keeping the business going getting parts in yeah. and stuff but uh that i love that you're of... doing that so happy to help yeah yeah keep this thank business you. going keep these very lights much on appreciated i'm very uh excited about all the stuff we're going to do together in 2022 yeah me too thank you so much guys Sorry. all right see you speaking of jeff always delivers a delightful <laughs> jeff what are you doing this week well as you may have seen from lamore's recent video i hit that uh it's full of stars and I understand everything moment uh, with floppy drives, but I have something uh, a little different than Lamore's video to show you. And that is, I'm going to read five and a quarter inch floppy. No way. So I, I've got, <laughs> got a little bit of a gag program here that acts a little bit like DOS, but let's uh, go ahead and mount that floppy. And this is, you can see our seeking there. That's in CircuitPython. You this is this is like really CircuitPython. That part is not a joke. Okay. And you just have nope. it look like, it looks like DOS. It that's... just looks like DOS, yeah. That's so cool. So, all right, directory listing. I love you can implement DOS in, uh, <laughs> in Python, yeah. In Python. Yeah. And I noticed there's a readme file, so let's open that guy up. Why wouldn't you? It's trying so you? hard. I love how hard <laughs> floppy gets to work. They're just like. Yeah. It's like actually the real README is on disk too. I thought that was funny. Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny. yeah, that's cool. about it. But uh, having a lot of fun with the floppy drives and um, working next, just kind of getting that to come. At, you know, getting the pull request actually ready for Circuit Python, and uh, yeah, bringing that functionality in. But if you go find the right branches of this and that in my GitHub, you really can read 
and Mal the Floppy with CircuitPython. Yeah. yeah, what's fascinating is we, when we, you know, Jepler and I, for folks watching, you know, it was, so, you know, it's one of those jokes where you're like, well, you know, when you, when you do it, it should just work. And I was like, well, like after you can read sectors, you should just be able to treat it like, you know, an SD card. It's the same format. It's FAT12 and we have native support. And what's funny yeah. is Jepler was like, well, it really did just work. And I was like, I was kind of kidding. <laughs> but, well, you know, it was a nice relief after a whole weekend of just marinating in MFM. Yeah, MFM is weird. But, yeah. but look, it's, you know, it's interesting about like SCSI and mass storage and floppy disks is that the way we store data has not significantly changed in like 40 years. Like we pretty much do the same thing. It's just we, we fake it now. We're like, well, mm -hmm. you know, SD cards have sectors, but it's like, those are fake, but it doesn't matter. They're five, 12 bytes and they will be forever because five and a quarter inch floppies decided on five full bytes yeah. and three and a half inch floppies. So we have um, a bunch of stuff going on um, that we'll continue to uh, share as we do it. But folks were asking, uh, and now we can show them this video, Jeff. They're like, oh, are you gonna do this? What about these drives? What about that? And here we are. Yep, so the five and a quarter drive just had to change the number of sectors per track from 19 to, or from 18 to 15 and it worked. It was yeah. really a pleasant experience. So happy about that. Yeah. I mean, right. like the Shugart interface is, I mean, like, I, you know, I have a Shugart 801 that I'm, I'm repairing and, and bringing back to life. And, and that's a really ancient beast. We're talking about from like, you know, 70s. And uh, it has the same interface as yeah. this modern floppy. It's like they came up with like this idea. I mean, it's FM, it's hard sectored, but the overall way you talk to these drives has not changed. Mm -hmm. For sure. It's cool. All right. Thanks so much, Jeff. And as people right. said in the chat, everyone seems to have a collection of five and a quarter disks that they can throw away, but there's no way to get the data off. And now you'll be able to do it with CircuitPython. Yeah, we're yeah. gonna we're gonna work on GCR and we're gonna get, you know, lots of formats working and Grease Weasel we've got working. So we're gonna bring a you know a true open source multi-format floppy disk reader. And I'm designing some hardware that'll make it easy to uh, cool. use well, any feather. Yeah. yeah, this feather design you put together really made hooking it up. Yeah, I'm gonna, Pretty I'm, gonna, I'm gonna revise it to add a shifter because I know people, even though you don't need one, I know people are gonna freak if I don't have one. So yeah. I think I'm gonna just, you know, add on the surface mount on the bottom, add mm -hmm. add level shifters and, you know, make people happy. Yeah, should work. All right. Thank you, Jeff. And uh, I'll say it again. Um, thank you for all of the delightful things you've been delivering. And I'm looking forward to a fantastic 2022 together. Uh, we're kicking, sure. it off, kicking it off fantastic already yeah this was great there was a i had a really really it was like not one day it was like two days because it was so much was going on and at the end of the night lamar said you have to see this i'm just like oh my god and we filmed it and we published it it seems like it was a long time ago but it was just yesterday that was, it was last, last night it was less than 12 hours ago thanks jeff all right night night all right next up liz and then we'll go to keith liz what you got going on hey how's it going um this Hello. week i got a guide going with um a passive mixer um so I've got two voices here. So it's four inputs, one output, all stereo, um, and guides up now. And then the other thing I designed up was I got one of the pink feathers, and I wanted to have like a little stand for it. So Aww. I just designed up a quick little uh, kind of like L stand. I put the Ada Fruit logo at the bottom, so it's kind of embossed. Oh, that's uh, nice. And sparkly yeah, filament. Little holder goes well with your pink uh, cutting board 
Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So got that on my desk. That's exactly the same shade of pink. It's a little creepy. And the yellow. Actually, the, yeah, I didn't plan that. <laughs> and the yellow of the mixer is the same color as the, the line. So it actually looks like some sort of like Martha Stewart, like, you know, there's like staged photos. That's right. Where yeah. Like everything matches. It's probably the most together I've ever been in my life. <laughs> this is very Instagram ready. Nice. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Liz. And uh, I'm so glad we got a chance to visit you in person right before uh, everything kind of got a little uh, squirrely on planet right. Earth. That was great timing. We got back and then, you know, obviously know, we wouldn't, we probably minute. wouldn't have, uh, if it was this week, we probably would have had to postpone, but it was good to see you. And I'm looking forward to yeah. all the stuff we're going to do um, this year. I'm also looking forward to it too. Yay. Okay, Liz, take care. And thanks for coming by. All right, so we got through some of the April folks, and then we have, let's see, I think a couple more people, but let's see. Keith, Keith how's it going? News. What you got going Hey, on? am I on? Hey, you're you on. You are on. Hey. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump to the fun part, which is I built a little synthesizer, but it's it's heavily populated with stuff from you guys, so I just want oh, you to cool. see. I got your stereo decoder, your your uh, lipo, not really in focus, is it? Lipo thing. No, your, is it? Yeah. D-class D-amp. Uh, what, what else we got? So it doesn't have to do anything at this point, right? It just, yeah. it serves as a, as a, and there's one of your little um, gain control amps. Yeah. So here's the guy. It's a little synthesizer. And the only thing unusual about it, I guess, is that it, it has like a whistle interface. So yeah. you don't have to, you just sort of whistle, but you don't, you don't blow. You just sort of use your mouth like a whistle and you can control the pitch. Huh. Um, so it does a little, it has a little, um, microphone a speaker and it pulls your your mouth to see what frequency is the natural resonant frequency yeah. Yeah. and that's how you control it so I'll, I'll try and see if this works this is demo Go time yeah There you go. That was like the coolest thing I've ever seen. That is so cool. That is so cool. So it's a little phase lock loop, basically, and looking for, I don't know if you remember your um, physics, I guess it was high, high school, college physics. They, uh, there's a phase shift right at the resonant point of a Helmholtz resonator. So it just looks for that, and it locks onto that. Uh, so it's you know perfect for overcompensating for people who want to play an instrument but don't want to learn how an instrument is played. So. I love the elegant interface. It looks it looks really fun because you you know humans are like naturally music making, but then this kind of just enhances it. It's like a bicycle for your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll use that if, I, if you don't mind. Like a bicycle for your mouth, unnecessary. If, if folks want to find out about this, or are you going to publish anything? Could they remake it? What uh, what's your plans with this? Yeah. So I got a website. Um, I've put up a bunch of stuff on Git. Um, so it's museelectroninstruments.com. I've made a few of them. I want to make a kit ultimately, but it's uh, it turns out it's pretty complicated because you have to do you have to do some PID tuning and things like that to make it work. I have a few for sale, but all the all the schematics and stuff are up. Um, and of course, it's it's an Adafruit design. You know, you just go buy your plug-in boards. It's got um, the only thing that's really not, I mean, everything's purchased through you, I think. The only thing you don't make is the uh, Teensy. Yeah, we sell the Teensy, though. Yeah, we saw it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I bought it from you, but yeah. it's not blue. I, I don't, you that's know, we're talking fine. about pink. It's It doesn't really match, right? Oh, well, the colors it's aren't. It's okay. It's okay. I mean, it's like a, we're like a rainbow um, coalition, you know? 
And uh, Keith, if you're selling these online, email PT at Adafruit.com. I'll do a blog post and uh, have a have a little spotlight on our blog about your. Oh, that'd be nice. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm kind of I'm kind of fascinated by this. It's a very it's it's an interesting and extremely hard uh, problem. You know, I remember we we had um, a recorder. We got a recorder and we were trying to detect the resonant frequency, and it was like much harder than we thought because recorder is not a pure tone instrument. It actually has a bunch of harmonics. And so we got pretty close, but it was, you know, it's, it's interesting electronics versus the human ear and how we detect pitch and tone. Um, you know, what you learn in grade school is not really true. <laughs> you know? uh, there's a lot of linearities and assumptions that we make. So I think I'm going to check this out. I'm fascinated by how you got it to work so well. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sort of surprised it works as well as it does. But yeah. uh, well, I, one more thing. So I've gotten a, I had an invitation to join a band, so I uh, I hardened it up for uh, for stage use. Uh, let me see if I can get oh, the. Right there yeah. we go. Yeah. So it's got a hundred watt amp on it, oh, and, uh, as one does. Yeah. You know, if you can't be musical, you want what's your next? Uh, be loud. Way to reference loud, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I had an art so, teacher that yeah. said, "If you're not good, just paint big." Right. Well, I got it set. You know, I've got uh, gain control. It goes up to, you know, 11. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, nice work. Thank you so much for coming. Thank All you. Right. This, cool. Keith, this was absolutely delightful. Come back and show anything, anytime. And uh, some folks put the link in the chat and it's called the Zen Flute. And uh, let us know as you do more with this. Absolutely beautiful. Love it. Thank you. Love it. Thanks. All right. Thanks, Keith. Thanks, everybody. Well, what an amazing show. Right. That was a wonderful sandwich. I know. We had a lot of synthesizers uh, on this show. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. You bring in your musical instruments. All I think right. I think we need music to bring us together. Kicking off the new year. I know uh, things are a little uh, stressful at the moment, probably for a lot of people, but there is a half an hour every week that we can come together and show and share the things we make together. Thank you so much, everyone, for uh, joining us. Uh, and again, thanks for the folks that were hosting the shows. Uh, I've been looking forward to this for a while because we were like, let's get back on the show at all. Um, so thank you everyone for coming by tonight. We'll see everybody on Ask an Engineer and we'll see you next week, 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, every Wednesday, show and tell. The longest running show and tell of electronics in the world. <sighs> see you next week. All right, see you in a few minutes. Right, Ask an Engineer. <laughs>